Ahlan wa sahlan. Welcome to the Oriental Café, a podcast where we will sit at the same table to explore the fascinating worlds of Egyptian dance, personal empowerment and halas, life. I'm your host, Joana Saira, world-renowned oriental dancer, teacher, choreographer and author, the creator of the pioneering Joana Saira's World and Joana Saira's Online Dance School. I will meet you at the Oriental Café every two weeks alone or with a guest sharing intimate yet universal conversations. In agreement or disagreement, we will create bridges and inspire each other because the world is only one and so is our human soul. Ready to fall in love? Yalla bina! My life-changing story with the Oriental Café. Here's episode zero of the Oriental Café podcast, hosted by yours truly, Joana Saira. This is going to be an introduction episode. It comes without saying that most of what I'm going to share in this podcast with you, either solo or with guests, every 15 days comes from my life experience, not only from my dance experience, but from everything I have observed in all my years of life and work and career and study in Egypt and all my years of life on this planet Earth. I am a learner, I'm an observer, and I like to learn from experience. I like to draw conclusions from everything I observe in myself and in others. You could say I am a very curious mind and I am pretty sure I am not alone. So without further ado, let me introduce myself before I tell you my story with the Oriental Café at the Oriental Café, literally. First things first, my name is Juana Saira, but that you already know because I mentioned it. I am a world-renowned Oriental dancer, teacher, choreographer and author, and I'm also the creator of the pioneering Joana Saira's World and Joana Saira's Online Dance School, delivering authentic Egyptian dance, personal discovery and empowerment. Now I'm also the host of this podcast, which I am going to invite you to follow. Subscribe the podcast newsletter if you want to know every time we have a new episode and if you want to know what our guests and I, the host, are going to prepare for you as bonuses. Yes, sir. Yes, my beautiful lady. There will be bonuses, resources and exclusive content only available to the subscribers of our podcast newsletter. So, I am going to invite you right ahead before we dive into this zero episode to check the link and subscribe to the newsletter of the podcast. You're going to find it in the show notes if you are listening to this episode zero in our podcast platform or in the description box below this video if you're watching episode zero in my YouTube channel. Having gotten that out of the way, let's dive into my life-changing story at the Oriental Café and one of the reasons why this podcast is called the Oriental Café. When I moved to Egypt to start my career, I was in what I call ambition mode, conquering mode. I was on a mission. 
I knew what I wanted. I was not sure how I was going to get it. But I had that warrior energy that had no time to lose, had no energy for anything that was not related to my mission and dream to become a professional, successful oriental dancer in Egypt and around the world in my own terms without selling my soul to the bloody devil. Okay, so that was my focus and that was my mission. In the neighborhood where I lived, in Manuel Roda, very close from my then teacher, Mahmoud Reda, an area by the Nile, a beautiful neighborhood by the Nile, there were a stray of Beledi coffee shops, street coffee shops, typically Egyptian. When I moved, I did not even notice they were there because I was so obsessed and so in a hurry to get things done. I wanted to get my first contract in my own terms. I wanted to gather the best musicians I could gather in my own terms. I wanted to do what others told me would be impossible because I was alone in Egypt. And let's face it, nobody does it the way I did it. It is crazy and I wouldn't advise it. I was trying to do what usually dancers do with a manager, an impresario, a friend, a contact, some kind of help, totally by myself. So that in itself was very ambitious, was very crazy and very confident. But there was a lot of obsession involved in it. There wouldn't be any other word to describe it. I was obsessed. So I did not notice what was around me. I had no mental space for observation. That was until my dad came to visit me and at some point we sat down in one of those Beledi coffee shops for breakfast, me and him. For the first time, I saw my neighborhood. For the first time, I saw one of the many Beledi oriental coffee shops, cafes, that were surrounding my home. And for the first time, I noticed that there were a few things annoying me. One, the fact there was so much relaxation and easiness in that coffee shop, in that cafe or cafes. People were not in a hurry like I was. They were not obsessed like I was. They were not on a mission like I was. They were just enjoying themselves. What a concept. Really, what a concept. Now, let me give you a little bit more of my background. I was not only on a mission, a very difficult, others said impossible mission. I was also a Western young woman. Coming from a Western education, Western mentality. There was no time to lose because I was trained to be productive, to rush, to do as much as possible in the shortest amount of time. I was taught to compete. I was taught to do a lot of the things that I saw those men, mostly men, in those coffee shops were not interested in. And that annoyed the hell out of me. I remember telling my dad, Dad, I mean, none of these men have something to do. They're so calm. They're so easygoing. They're smoking their shisha. They're playing their shishbish, that's backgammon. 
very common in oriental cafes in Egypt at least. They're just talking, listening to Om Kulsum, watching life go by, just existing. They don't have anything to do. It annoyed me so much. I could not understand it. I went deep into colonizer superior syndrome. This is what I call the colonizer superior syndrome, presuming that you know better, right? They don't know. They don't know. Why would they be wasting their time in a coffee shop looking at nothing, doing nothing, just enjoying the moment? It makes no sense. I know better. I, the visitor, I, the outsider, know better than someone who is living in their own country doing their own thing. How arrogant. <laughs> How arrogant. This is why I often say, you know, and this is not my quote, but I subscribe to it 100%. Ignorance is connected to arrogance. The more ignorant you are, the more arrogant you are. I was so arrogant. So I thought I knew better. And I could not understand why those men were hanging around doing nothing. My dad laughed. I moved on with my life. I signed my first contract. Thank you very much. I had my own orchestra. I was deeply into it. And every once in a while, when I was overwhelmed, I would sit down in one of those oriental cafes. Like a wounded animal, I knew those places were places of respite, of retreat, of healing. I felt instinctively that although I was annoyed by all that relaxation and dolce far niente, I actually needed that space. The more I worked and the more I felt the pressure of life in Cairo as a professional oriental dancer, and there was a lot of pressure, a lot, from different sides, the more I searched for those oriental cafes. I felt annoyed still, by their stillness, their relaxation, their lack of stress and anxiety and ambition. But at the same time, I felt peaceful there. So I would take a book or a notebook and I would dare to sit by myself as a woman in one of those oriental cafes surrounded by men who were doing their thing and clearly healing themselves saving themselves from mental insanity, gathering in congregation, talking, listening to music, contemplating life and other people and themselves, and enjoying the value of stillness, which was something that took me many years to learn. And this is a value, mind you, that I have learned for my dance and for my life. It cost me a lot. I had to be close to a burnout. I had to have my ego crashed on so many occasions to actually understand what those men were doing in those oriental cafes, saving themselves from mental insanity. I knew that those places that I felt so triggered by could save me from mental insanity. I knew that I too needed to be still. I too needed to be just to be as opposed to doing and conquering and achieving. 
I knew that I, too, needed space to contemplate, to see how life happens in front of me, to watch other people moving for no reason, just for the sake of contemplation, just for the sake of stillness, just for the sake of accepting that my existence was enough. I did not have to define myself and my worth and the worthiness of my time according to the amount of victories I gathered under my belt. Of course, I was still in conquering mode. I'm still in that mode nowadays, but better. I'm a conqueror in recovery. <laughs> Things have gotten way more balanced since then. But I remember that every time I sat down with those men at those oriental cafes, they taught me, without wanting to teach me, what it meant to be human, what it meant to save time for yourself, for your friends, for strangers, for existing for sitting down with a cup of tea, with a shisha, without shisha, playing backgammon shish bish, or not, just to exist, just enjoying life for what it is right now. I know this doesn't sound like much, perhaps it sounds philosophy or poetry to some of you, but believe me, there is a huge difference that comes with the realization that we are not defined by what we achieve professionally in the material outside world. We and our lives are very much defined by the peacefulness that lives within, by the person that we are independently of what we do and achieve or don't achieve, and by our ability to exist and feel that existing and enjoying this moment is enough. This is why I created this podcast, one of the reasons. Very soon you will know the second reason why this podcast is called The Oriental Café, but certainly one of the reasons is because The Oriental Café literally saved my life. It changed me and it opened up a new door of perception of what Egyptian dance could be and halas, much more importantly, what life could be. Human beings, not human doings. And mind you, I am a doer. I love to do things. I love to accomplish things. But I have learned years ago in those cafes, sitting down with those men with galabeya, smoking their shisha, that I am worthy. No matter what I do, no matter what I achieve, no matter how many subscribers or followers or likes or whatever, whatever we use to measure our worth. I am worthy as a human being and I'm allowed to sit down in stillness and drink my tea with you or alone. It's fine. I will contemplate life. I will be present and celebrate the gift of breathing, the gift of being here and existing. That is enough 
and I am enough. This is part of the reason why the Oriental Café is called the Oriental Café. I am creating a space where we can congregate, me and you, and loads of fascinating guests, and a space where you can come to contemplate, to think, to feel, and to exist with me. I hope this episode, episode zero, has been inspiring to you. Please let me know. If this is a theme that occupies your mind, do you feel your self-worth is attached to your victories, to your achievements, or are you perfectly okay and content with the person that you are, independently of what you do, independently of what you achieve or don't achieve in the outside world? How mature are you as a human being, in other words? Let me know all about it and don't forget to subscribe to the newsletter of the Oriental Café podcast so that you know every time we have a new episode and you receive the exclusive content we're only going to share inside our newsletter. Once again, find the link to subscribe in the show notes or in the description box below this video if you're watching this episode zero in my YouTube channel. Last but not least, I'm going to invite you to stay tuned for episode number one of our podcast with a very special guest, surprise guest, the most important guest of my life. Yes, we are opening big. We are doing it big or going home. And I'm not going to go home anytime soon. So we are definitely going to go big. In two weeks, you're going to have episode one, let me remind you, with the most special guest, the most important in my life. And soon enough, you will understand why. I love you and thank you for listening to the episode zero of the Oriental Café podcast, a place where we will unite in agreement or disagreement to enjoy the magical worlds of Egyptian dance, personal empowerment, and halas, life. I cannot wait to meet you at our episode number one, right here at the Oriental Café. Love you, see you, and talk with you very soon. Mwah.